Women have been giving birth for centuries, so it's a pretty natural experience, right? Wrong. I'm Stephanie King, professional doula, childbirth educator, and the creator of the My Essential Birth Course, the online childbirth education course that's helping women everywhere confidently achieve their best birth. Today's culture would have us think that birth should be treated like an illness or an emergency, and that most of us need other people telling us what's best for our bodies because we aren't the experts. So sit tight, because if you're tuning into this podcast, you'll probably start to believe in your body, your intuition, and find yourself empowered and confident to do what it takes to have the birth of your dreams. If you like listening to me take you through these weekly topics step-by-step, then you're going to love the My Essential Birth course. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast and definitely head over to myessentialbirth.com for the free downloads mentioned right here in these episodes and to join the birth course and community full of pregnant moms just like you. I have to add a disclaimer that I am not a medical professional and I cannot provide medical advice. All of the information expressed in this podcast are based off of personal, professional, and educational experiences and are my own opinion. Please work with a provider you trust for medical advice during your pregnancy and birth. Okay, our reviewer of the week is Allie Breezy, and she says, making pregnancy fun. This podcast has transformed my energy and excitement around my pregnancy. Thank you for helping me turn fear off the unknown to excitement around the magic of growing a human. And it's been super fun for me and my fiance to listen together. Thank you so much, Allie, for leaving a review. Thank you for listening with your fiance. I'm glad that you think it's fun. I'm hoping Annie and I, who is here with me today, are going to make it even more fun for you guys. Uh, And I hope that you're learning a ton along the way. So again, if you guys, if you haven't left a review yet, head to Apple podcast scroll down to write a review leave the stars write a review i would love to hear from you all right this week we're talking about a topic that i think every pregnant mom should be learning about right now uh it's something that i wish i would have known more about myself and that is baby wearing this is another topic again i didn't learn until i had had all my kids and then at least not enough to be useful because truly i wanted to wear them but they were like, I think my youngest was three at the time. And not that you can't wear your three-year-old, but... Oh, no, you can. <laughs> you I, can. You totally can. When you're very tiny like me, they're <laughs> not far off in size. So, um, and I did. I did actually borrow a wrap, and I'll get into that a little later. And I did wear my three and five-year-old, actually. But they were, anyways, they were too wiggly and too much boy going on at the time. <laughs> um, but I want to make sure that you guys get all the info. So we're going to talk, I'm a, I want to cover some basic baby wearing things, like when you can start wearing your baby, uh, the best carriers for each size and at what age those should change, and how to find support near you among some other topics that we're going to cover. So without further ado, I would like to take a moment and have Annie introduce herself. Um, tell me a little bit about you. We I found Annie on a Facebook group in what was it? Is it Weber Davis? Yeah. Baby wearing. Baby wearing Weber Davis County. That's what it is. Weber Davis County. Anyway, so I reached out to someone in the group. I got attached to Annie here and now she's going to come and tell us a little bit about her. So tell me about you. Yeah. So my name's Annie, as you already know. I have three kids. I learned about baby wearing with my second, but we thought we were only having two kids. So I didn't really get into it much because, you know, he was nine, 10 months old when I first learned about it. And, oh, he's getting too 
too big and we're not going to get much use out of it. Well, fast forward like another year, I'm pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise. And so, yeah, I've been doing lots of baby wearing stuff with my baby. And I was amazed to learn that my older children still really loved being worn, even though they were perfectly capable of walking and being Mm -hmm. independent. They just loved the closeness, the snuggles, the attention. Um, Yeah, so I've been doing that and actually volunteer with the Baby Wearing and Weaver Davis County group. Um, I'm one of their volunteer admins and it's, I love it. It's it's fabulous. Um, So how long would that be that you've been baby wearing now? uh, My baby just barely turned three. Oh, I love it. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) kind of bittersweet. (laughs) Yeah, so are you still wearing your three-year-old? Yeah, I'm still wearing my three-year-old. I even had my six-year-old on my back the other day. He was having a rough time and just Mm. needed some attention. And there's something about being in a carrier and the compression that it provides and the closeness that can be really soothing for you know kids and even the bigger ones so I know we have some hammocks in my boys room my husband made this cute little pirate fort and it has hammocks and even I enjoy just like you're talking about that like pressure yeah that pressure and that feeling cocooned Mm -hmm. and yeah 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 yes and I have have you seen baby hammocks now I'm gonna have to link to it. There's baby hammocks. There are baby hammocks. <laughs> baby hammocks. And it's yes. like a like where you put your baby, just like you put them in like a mama roo or whatever. But the, it's like a baby hammock, anyways. But it's it's the same idea that it's that like cocoon of like the uterus and you know all that kind of. No, that's that's really comforting. cool. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be in the show notes. Um, Okay, so tell me what is excellent about a baby wearing group, because I knew from being in the birth world that I could search online for a local baby wearing group, but I have a feeling that there are some people listening that have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, so being part of a baby wearing group is really cool. There's usually educational stuff in there. So if you're like, hey, I have this carrier, it feels kind of funny, you can share a picture or a video of how it looks and people can chime in and say, hey, try this or try that Mm -hmm. to try and make sure it's a better fit for you. Um, I really love the camaraderie because, you know, parenting is kind of, it has its moments, right? Mm -hmm. It's amazing. You love it, but it has those moments (laughs) that aren't so nice. And just being able to talk with other parents and to realize you're not, you know, the only one, right? <laughs> you know, so there's def- a definite camaraderie there. And then just the the support, you know, we, for our group, we do education, we also do carrier rentals. So if you don't have a carrier, but you want one, but don't know what to get, it's kind of like finding the right pair of shoes or the right bra for you. Mm. Uh, what works for you may not be what works for me. And so sometimes being able to try something before you commit to spending money on yeah. a carrier can be really nice. So the rentals, when you guys do that, is that like a lending library? It doesn't cost anything or you rent them for a couple dollars for a certain uh, we, amount of time? We, we rent them. Yeah. I love it's, that. A, it's a library, but we do yeah. charge a fee for that so we can replace carriers have, as we need to or diversify the library as new carriers come out onto the market. So I love that. Okay. So how can women find a baby wearing group near them? Um, Facebook is probably where most of them are in a Facebook search or even a Google search. You can look for a baby wearing in and then insert your city or your county. Um, and it usually pulls something up. And there's even lots of kind of general 
baby brain groups online that don't necessarily have a library, but you can say, hey, this is where I'm at. Do you mm-hmm. know if there's a group there? And they might be able to help chime in That's and awesome. get you going the right direction. I feel like too. especially with 2020, right? Like everything turned uh, online. Right. Like everything's we need support. online. <laughs> everything's online now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So I let's dive in. I want to talk a little bit about my experience. You're okay, probably yeah. going to tell me where I went wrong here, right? Or <laughs> what I could yep. have done better. <laughs> yeah, we, we can do that if yeah. you want. <laughs> but I, I was gifted a Moby wrap. And oh, so, okay. Me, me too. Okay. Mind you, my kids are a little older. So this was, you know, maybe 12 years ago that I was mm-hmm. gifted this wrap. And I remember trying to wear my first baby and it came with instructions. And this is before there were a ton of YouTube videos and things. Yeah. But I, feel and like- I did it. I did it, but I remember it was like super bulky. That thing Lots is of really fabric. long. Like I had to wrap it like four times around myself. Nope. Me too. Me too. Super stretchy. You're like, is super this hot. tight enough? <laughs> yes. Um, and certainly my baby was born in January, but by the time I was wearing them, even a month or two later, it was warming up a little bit. So mm-hmm. just like you said, I do remember that being like, I had oh an gosh, August baby. Oh gosh. So you <laughs> yeah, know. I do. <laughs> um, I remember how frustrating it was to try and transfer the baby because he was like so little from my car seat to my carrier and they're so floppy right at first yeah and it was just awkward and so um I remember this is where it came in like another thing I didn't learn until after I started teaching birth classes and getting connected to the birth community and postpartum community and same thing we had we had a positive birth group that we were running and we invited somebody to come in and talk about baby wearing and she brought just like you did all of these wraps and everything um and carriers and all this stuff and I think because I said like I'm really short and like mm-hmm. the ergo, for example, doesn't fit me. It doesn't fit my torso. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I she brought all these wraps and this is where I was like, you're gonna have to tell me what what it was because I don't remember even the name of it. <laughs> but I remember that it was like it had a carrier. It was fabric, had like this long space for baby in the front mm-hmm. and then it fit perfectly on my hips and it had fabric ties that went around. Oh, OK, it sounds like a med eye. Say it again. A medai, it's an Asian style of carrier. That might have been it. But I just remember it, because everyone would say, you know, oh, the ergo, like, that was the other thing. My babies were heavy, and I'm tiny, and, like, my back would hurt. And so they're like, oh, you have to get the ergo. It takes the pressure off your back. It puts it to your hips. Not not if it doesn't fit you right No, but it wasn't, and it was really (laughs) uncomfortable. And so I found this wrap, and as I said, my babies were, at that time, 753. And so I was wearing my three-year-old around (laughs) for that whole meeting, and I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. (laughs) Can I borrow this? Because I just want, I didn't get to do this. So I did, and I have have pictures of like I was even wearing my seven-year-old at one point just to see if I could and it was comfortable like I could have worn no, him for maybe I, an hour or so kind of being goofy but I wore my baby sister she's 23 24 <laughs> and I put her in a wrap just being goofy it. and I mean it wasn't horrible I mean right. I don't want to do that for an hour no. but I mean it wasn't horrible so with the, could, the right yeah, carrier. The right it really wrap, makes a, a difference. It was huge. And so I was super bummed because we thought we were going to have more kids. You guys know my story. We've tried um, and haven't been able to get there. But I was like, my next babies, I'm going to wear every single one of them. You know, I couldn't wait. And anyway, so I, I thought, what a neat thing. I want other women to know. So that kind of leads into maybe we could start with some of the benefits of baby wearing. What are, what I want to hear from you. Oh gosh, there (laughs) are a ton of benefits. So for me, I think it was really about the bonding 
being able to be hands-free, uh, using both hands to pull down my pants when I'm going to the bathroom instead of <laughs> so just <true>. one. <laughs> um, and, you know, kind of keeping them up and out of the way, you know, if I'm cooking or cleaning and they still want attention, well, you still have to make dinner, right? So, you know, it's a great way of being able to get stuff done while carrying a baby, but without hurting your shoulder, or your arm, or your back as much as what you would just trying to muscle it through and doing, you know, the hip carry with them in your arm. Yeah. And then um, this wasn't an issue for us as much, but I know it's been really helpful for other people. If your baby is colicky or has acid reflux, being upright in a carrier, especially after a meal, can really help with Mm -hmm. that and make digestion go a little bit easier and less fit up. It helps with bonding. Um, If you're a nursing mom, it helps uh, with establishing and maintaining a breastfeeding relationship with your baby. And, you know, you know, strollers don't go everywhere and those Mm -hmm. (laughs) car seat carriers get really heavy. (laughs) And so, you know, it really allows you to just keep living your life, but with a baby in tow. I love it. Um, One of the questions I got was, when can I start wearing my baby? And it made me think of like my first experience, for example, Mm -hmm. like I had a cesarean birth. So like, how long do you have to wait to do that? Or can you, um, if you don't have a cesarean birth, or maybe you can with a cesarean, you can. Yeah, you you can. Yeah. So, um, well, with a cesarean birth, it's going to kind of depend on you and how you're feeling. But I've seen a cesarean mother start baby wearing in the hospital before they even came wow. home. That's and awesome. so the biggest thing there is just making sure you're listening to your body. And I mean, the reality is, is you're going to have to hold your baby and carry your baby and take care of them anyways. A carrier is going to make that easier. And there's carrier options that are higher up so that you're not putting pressure on your incision. And and then again, just making sure that you're listening to your body. So Some moms do it right from day one. Some wait a few weeks. There's no right or wrong answer. It's other than doing what's right for you and your personal situation and circumstances. Okay, that's awesome. I Yeah, I didn't realize that because I do remember how sore I was and I may have been somebody who wanted to wait a couple weeks anyways. But Yeah, yeah. But that's awesome that you can do it just right away. Um, all right, let's talk about kind of what's involved. So how old do babies have to be? It sounds like they can be newborn. Yep. When you're you, doing you it. can actually even wrap them, you know, before they're born if you want to support your your bump as it's right. growing and take some of the pressure off. <laughs> you you can use your baby wrap for that. Use a baby wrap for your bump. Yeah. I love it. I've definitely <laughs> done this with the rebozo, but I didn't yeah. think about the baby wrap. So I love that. Um, but I know that there's questions behind too. Uh, what's the safety behind it? Because I know, like, I know a few of them, right? Like, your baby has to be close enough to be able to kiss them, and mm-hmm. their spine has to be aligned. But yeah, talk about some of the safety. Yeah, so um, as you're holding your baby on your chest, you want to think about having them positioned in a way to where you can snuggle them, you can kiss them, you can see their face. Uh, their chin is lifted off their chest. Um, as they're in the carrier, they can move their head from side to side and that they're not in the carrier in a way that it's smashing their face against your chest. Uh, some babies like to turn their face to where their face is against their <laughs> chest and that's fine, but they need to be able to move it from side to side. Okay. Uh, their back should be in a gentle C curve is what we call it. 
And then the carrier ideally also supports their legs from knee to knee. Um, And that just helps with the hip development and keeping their hips comfortable. I mean, if you think about it for you, if you're sitting on a tall bar stool with your feet just dangling and you're just barely sitting on it, you know, you're going to start feeling it's not very comfortable (laughs) where if you're able to sit back all the way, even if your feet are still dangling, as long as you're supported to your knees, it's going to be more comfortable, right? Yeah. And same thing for your baby. Okay, that makes sense. (laughs) And then how about when you flip them from forward? Well, okay, first of all, front facing, right? Like when you flip them from being up against your chest to like facing outward so they can reach yeah, and touch. Yeah, there's inward facing and then mm-hmm. there's outward or world facing. Um, and that's kind of up to the baby. Some babies like it, some babies don't. Uh, if you if it is something you do decide to do, I know the general recommendations and it, it varies a lot from brand to brand. Each brand will have their own different set of rules and guidelines. But as a general rule, about six months, uh, they need to be able to sit up and to keep their head up. Um, Because if you think about it, it's a a world-facing position is more tiring and exhausting for the baby. And when they're facing you, as their body slumps forward, they're using you as a support. Mm -hmm. And they don't have that when they're facing away. That makes sense. And so being able to support their own head and keep their airway open. And then if they start falling asleep or look like they're really getting overstimulated and upset, then, you know, turn them back to to face you. And then as a caregiver, keep in mind that outward facing is less comfortable for you as a caregiver Mm. uh, because uh, babies, (laughs) if you think about how their spine curves and how they tend to fall forward, right? Uh, They're pulling their weight and the center of gravity away from you. Yes, (laughs) I remember this. (laughs) Whereas when they're facing you, uh, the center of gravity is going in, right? Yeah. And so those are just things to keep in mind. It's, It's not necessarily bad or wrong. It's just... Some babies love it, some babies don't. So, yeah. And it's just doing what works best for you and your family. What, what do you do if you have a baby who doesn't love it? Uh, do you just not wear them or do you force them till they love it? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of both. Okay. I mean, it depends. I mean, there, there's been times I've gone places with my kids and even if my kid didn't want to go in a carrier, I was outnumbered, right? right. Like, yeah. that, I'm sorry, I know this isn't what you want. You're going in a carrier because mommy only has two hands and there's three of you. Right. <laughs> Safety. Um, or we're at Yellowstone. You guys might literally die if right. you run off the, the, the board. and you're just young enough and and predictable enough (laughs) right um so yeah and then if the baby doesn't like it there could be a variety of reasons it could be maybe the carrier doesn't fit quite right Uh, maybe it's a sensory issue I I have Mm. worked with a handful of families whose children have sensory stuff and they've been okay with some carriers but not other carriers interesting I wouldn't have thought of that yeah uh, and then just making sure that like their basic needs are taken care of, that they're fed, that they have a clean diaper on. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not something you do a whole lot of and they can tell you're kind of fiddling around with the carrier and nervous and uncomfortable yourself, then sometimes they, they the babies pick up on that. Yeah. They're, they're empaths, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, they, they pick up on that and that tension. And so sometimes, you know, a change of scenery can help with that. So going outside or for a walk um, or even just turning on some music and bouncing around the, the house can sometimes help with that. Okay. So those are good. That's good advice. Yeah. And then some babies just don't like it. And I mean, you as a parent get to decide if you're going to do it. Anyways right. or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know I the ones that were easiest for me like I ended up I did find like a super cheap carrier at Target it was Mm -hmm. not comfortable but I loved (laughs) that I could like shove my baby in there and snap and then they were like well like it or not like we're we're stuck here together um but it wasn't it was not comfortable and it was forward facing I I, I know the the carrier you're probably talking about and yeah not not the most comfortable of carriers but you know but it it does the job when like when you can't have the stroller and all that (laughs) Um, but it, it did make me think. So I never put a baby on my back until they were three and I tried the carrier mm-hmm. and it was nice. Um, so what age can you move them or at what development can you move them to your back? Because that was the hard part too is when I had a baby forward facing mm-hmm. and I am trying to make dinner or something, you can't. <laughs> right, because they're, they're sticking their, their, yeah. their feet in the saucepan, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so um, this is probably going to raise some eyebrows, but you can actually do back carries right from the get-go really yeah yeah but with the caveat that you're using the correct kind of carrier okay so um, find a baby wearing group and ask yes find a baby wearing group or a consultant and ask and we okay. will get you hooked up so i it, um but most people how do you get them on your back they're so little and like <laughs> I'm like, I want to see this. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I can show you. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, there's different types of carriers you can use for doing back carries with newborns. Um, I know I, I had the opportunity in one of my many baby wearing groups that I'm in on Facebook of talking with this mom from South Africa. And um, they do back carries as soon as the umbilical cord falls off. Wow. And it just has to do with a wrap then? Yeah, it's a a wrap. So a piece of fabric, uh, you could mimic it with a towel. It would probably be the closest thing we have here, or a short woven wrap. And, you know, I mean, obviously, I feel like Africa is a little bit different from the U.S. You know, most of us, if we've seen baby wearing, it's not been a terribly common thing, whereas Mm. she learned how to do it when she was something like six or seven years old. To carry siblings. To carry siblings and cousins newborns and on her back that's so interesting <laughs> and so kind of different cultural yeah uh, paradigm there yeah yeah so, that's really interesting yeah um okay actually that kind of moves into the next portion where i want to talk about what are the quote-unquote best wraps um <laughs> or carriers right because maybe you can talk about the different kinds like yeah i can talk about the, and... the different kinds it's it's hard to say what the best sure. one is because Again, it's back to the, well, what's the best bra out there, right? right. Like, right. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> what do you like? Right. Um, so uh, you were telling me about your Moby. So that's a stretchy wrap. It's kind of like T-shirt material. And they're they're long. I think they're something like 18 or 20 feet long. Too long. Way too <laughs> long. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, and so lots of fabric, and uh, they do tend to be kind of warm because of how the fabric is stretchy and because of how 
the support of the fabric is, you have to have a three layer carry with okay. a stretchy wrap. So that's why they're so long. That's why they're so long. You have to have the three layers to provide the right amount of support for your baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they they're, they're great for for newborns, but once your baby starts hitting fifteen pounds or so, or once they start getting more wiggly and mobile and active and looking around, they they tend to be less comfortable and start mm-hmm. sagging. And that's probably the biggest drawback with that. And then um, you can't do a back carry with it it's okay. only on the front so I feel like they're in my personal opinion they're pretty limited use yeah they're fabulous for the newborn stage and front carries but not so practical in the long run um the a cousin to that would be a woven wrap where again it's a, a piece of fabric um but it doesn't stretch mm-hmm and you can do back carries with it, hip carries, front carries, and it, it's okay if it's only a single layer of fabric. Okay. And I feel like that's definitely more versatile than a stretchy yes. wrap. <laughs> um, but, you know, again, it's it's a long piece of fabric and you have to know how to tuck it and twist it and tie it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and so a lot of people, probably the most popular would be a soft structured carrier. It's kind of like a backpack style carrier. Okay. Uh, usually has a waistband, um, some kind of panel for the baby's back and then straps. And uh, those vary a bit too. Some only do front carry, some do front and back, some do forward or world facing, some can cross the straps, some can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's a lot of variation there. Um, but those are probably the most popular just because they're fast, they're easy, you're not messing with yards of fabric. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the meta you had is a variation of that where instead of buckle straps, you have right. longer straps that tie but again everything's kind of pre-structured almost and so it's still reasonably fast and easy yeah that was my favorite part of it (laughs) yeah and then there's ring slings ring slings are really popular for newborns um and I, I love them too, even with my three-year-old, because they're just fast and easy. It's a piece of fabric. Um, if you remember those belts that had like the the rings that you had to put the belt through the ring, it's kind of like that. You and I like will that. remember these. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We were talking about this. We're 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 old we're a compared older. to the, the camera guy. <laughs> but yes, I definitely had them all my long shorts. Um, and so it's kind of <laughs> kind of like that. It's a piece of fabric with rings at one end, and so it's a one-shoulder carry. So if you have shoulder, neck, or back problems, that may not be the best fit because it's an asymmetrical weight distribution but for a really fast quick up or if baby's in and out and in and out or whatnot it's a pretty good choice and that was my personal favorite for nursing my babies oh I like that because you can nurse them right in the the wrap so that's something that I learned when I started learning about baby wearing too is you can baby wear while you nurse and yes. have your hands free. Yes. That's incredible. Yeah, depending on the carrier you're using and the kind of technique you're using, it still might be an assisted carry, meaning you need one hand to help support your baby's sure. head. But I mean, still, to be able yes. to like... <laughs> with how often you nurse. <laughs> with how often you nurse and to be able to push a shopping cart or stir dinner with the other hand, that, yeah. that's huge, right? It's very big, yeah. yeah. I, it made me curious too, too, for dads, mm-hmm. are there, because I don't see too many dads wearing ring slings, for example, are there like preferences for dads or ones that they 
Um, that work a little better or? No, I think it's really kind of the same thing for dad. I mean, obviously the bra example doesn't (laughs) apply as well, but shoes, right? What's the best pair of shoes out there? And so um, I know out of the dads I know who do baby wear, most of them do prefer using a soft structured or backpack style of carrier. Just, you know, it's fast, it's easy. Yeah. Uh, that's not too girly looking is yeah. the complaint I've heard. <laughs> that's real. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, just finding something that's comfortable for you as a dad, a mom, or caregiver in general. Sure. So. Yeah. Uh, and then what about, because like I'm tiny and I had mm-hmm. to try on a bunch of wraps. I was really kind of sad that like some of these other wraps weren't working or carriers. Yeah, yeah. So do you have recommendations for like long torso, short torso, that kind of thing? Uh, yes. Find your local baby wearing group <laughs> and see if they have a library so you can try stuff on. I love it. <laughs> um, but otherwise, I mean, I could make some general brand recommendations, but again, it, it varies so much I mean because maybe if you have broad shoulders or narrow shoulders that might be different too yeah so it's and there's just lots and lots of friends out there yes and I I mean I will say for being short I did like the hybrid where it wasn't like a clip-in because I felt like those were structured I really loved the the med eye too because yeah like you the ergo baby was okay but it wasn't the best fit for me Mm -hmm. and a med eye or something with the straps that are extra um customizable if you will yeah uh made it lots easier to get a good fit every time yeah love it Okay, I had a couple questions that I thought maybe we could cover. This came from uh, the audience. And so I love these questions. One was how to wear your baby when you're pregnant. Because that's, I'm like, yeah, I didn't think about that. But if I'm pregnant and I've got a baby to wear, what does that look like? So my my personal preference was to use a woven wrap. But I'm kind of the odd duck there. Most most of my baby wearing friends, like locally, don't like wraps nearly as much as they do the soft structured carriers. Even while they're pregnant? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And so, so is it just a back wear at that point? Um, I, I wear one of my kids on my on the front. It was more of a hip carry, but in a okay. ring sling. So yeah. Yeah. So it kind of depending on what's comfortable for you and where you baby carries as you're pregnant there's a lot of factors that can go into that but my personal favorite was a woven wrap Uh, ring slings work really well too i have some friends who even wore a soft structured carrier and they would just have the waistband either be above their bump or below their bump so that's something you get to play around with um for for me the soft structured carrier stopped being comfortable once i was probably 18 ish 20 or so weeks and I just stuck with wraps after that and then there's what's called an anbuhimo it's a Japanese style of carrier and it's it's a kind of a backpack carrier but without a waistband interesting and so one of my friends that's actually her favorite style of carrier and she was able to use it her whole pregnancy because again there's no waistband so nothing to get in the way yeah that's really neat yeah. Okay, and then I had another question about how to wear twins, which again I did not think of this because this was not my story. So yeah, tell me about yeah. That. So um, one of my favorite carriers when my kids were little was actually the Twin Go. It's a soft structured carrier um, that has a front and a back. Okay, <laughs> and that that was my favorite. But really. Um, 
any two carriers. You can mix and match them however you need to. Um, one usually goes on the back, one usually on the front, but not always. Uh, there's a mini monkey, which one of the admins in our group has twins. Mm. And the mini monkey was her favorite when her twins were too little for the twin go. And then they would both be on front, kind of off center towards her hips and that sounds nice. Yeah. And I mean, while it was kind of awkward T-Rex arms, you yeah. know, at least she could still walk around and go to the bathroom and that. stir dinner true. if she needed yeah. to. <laughs> and then once the babies were old enough, they'd be fighting and stealing binkies from each other. It was kind of, oh, <laughs> it was fun. funny. Yeah, it was cute. Um, oh, speaking of the bathroom, that was yeah. another question we got. Can I go to the bathroom while I am baby wearing? Yes. And you yeah. should. <laughs> <laughs> don't, 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 don't hold it. Don't wait. Like, and it's, it's, it's lots easier because you have both hands for pulling down your pants instead of just one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, somewhere I have a picture of, I think he's like three or four at the time and he's on my back and handing me the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So. I was telling Annie before we jumped on that it was, I mean, it wasn't the best strap, but that was like one of the reasons that I loved that carrier that I got Mm -hmm. from Target because we would go shopping at Target and I wouldn't have to like bring the whole cart in or like figure out how to get them into the, right? Because you take the whole cart into the, what is it, the handicap stall? Right, like where are you going to stick your baby? And then once there's one more of them, you're like, well, shoot, now what? Like I really have to go to the bathroom. So I loved having them strapped on and I just strap them on One of our admins, her oldest, had colic really bad. And if she set him down and he started crying, he would cry for three or four hours. And she said finding baby brain was life-saving because then she didn't have to set him down to go to the bathroom or try and figure out how to do it one-handed and I love that yeah okay something I mentioned earlier that Mm -hmm. drove me crazy and I'm hoping you have a little bit of advice on um, is taking baby from the car seat into your wrapper carrier Mm -hmm. and how irritating that can be or like (laughs) just hard I felt like to be doing it so what is your advice for that Yeah, so my advice is to find a carrier that works for you. If you're using a stretchy wrap, maybe put it on and tie it at home so you're not playing with it in a parking lot and, you know, some people walking by and staring at you and like, oh, <laughs> hey, do you need help? Because right. <laughs> uh, if they don't know what they're doing, and the, you, yeah. you don't want their help, okay? <laughs> no, not, not when it comes to baby wearing, <laughs> anyways. Um, and so, yeah, trying to set it up beforehand. Um, I know for for in the car, I really love having a ring sling or a soft structured carrier because mm-hmm. then it's not yards of fabric. Yeah, it's relatively quick and easy to use. And then you just pop them in, and you're on your way. So, okay, worth it to pull a sleeping baby out to put him in your carrier while you walk around the store. Uh, sometimes, okay. <laughs> sometimes. Um, I know with my, he, he's basically five now, but he was big enough. He wasn't in the infant carrier anymore. He was in an actual car seat that, you know, you can't just pull out of the car. And he, he would always fall asleep, always. And so I would just put a carrier on, toss him on my back, go shopping, toss him back in his car seat. And he'd stay asleep. <laughs> he'd stay asleep, I yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I worried about, thinking about my babies. And I did, I, like, I had that Moby wrap and, like, you were mm-hmm. to not 
It is not easy. Yeah, stretchy wraps are kind of tricky. You got to tie them tighter than you think you, mm-hmm. you need to tie them. And then there's a couple of tricks that can make them easier. I could have too. used a baby wearing group. <laughs> yeah. No, I, they, they're, they're amazing. I, I didn't do it hardly at all with my first two because I didn't really know what I was doing and it wasn't comfortable. And <laughs> So how did you come upon a baby wearing group? Uh, when I was pregnant with my second, um, my doula told me about the local baby brain group, and that's actually the group that I volunteer with now. How oh, cool. And um, thanks to, you know, postpartum depression and whatnot, it took me probably nine or ten months after having oh. my baby before I actually went to my first meeting. And so, you know, just the, the group I'm with, we are 110% come as you are. If you haven't washed your hair in who knows how long, <laughs> you're covered and spit up, Not can't remember if you brushed your teeth this morning or not. You're one of us. <laughs> we, we don't care. You're one of us. Come anyways. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love don't, that. Don't let those fears stop you from coming because baby wearing is amazing. And yeah. Well, like you said, the other women that are there, like not only are they baby wearing, but they're moms. We're, we're, we're moms. Going through we, it. we get it. Life with kids yeah. is messy. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. And you need that love from each other. It's yes. so important. Yes. Um, okay. I One more question, and then I'll let everyone know how to connect with you. Okay. One of the questions that we got was, how do, like, does everything just kind of carry on as normal? Or how do we keep things carrying on as normal as um, we baby work? Yeah. So, I mean, really, I, I'm a belly dancer, right? And... <laughs> I would put my baby in my carrier and go to class because they they wouldn't take a bottle and I'd be gone just long enough. You couldn't let them go that long without eating. So I would go to dance class with a baby and just wear my baby the whole time. I would make dinner, I vacuum, I <laughs> have done yard work. Um, if you're going to be really active, you know, make sure you're, you're staying hydrated and you know, that you're bending at your knees and not throwing your back out or whatnot. Um, but yeah, life just carries on as normal, just with a little bit of extra weight. So if you're not used to it, start off slow. Yeah. <laughs> start off slow and then ease into it. And Awesome. Yeah. That's good advice. Thank you. Okay. So tell everyone how they can connect with you. Um, I know that you're local to Utah. Yeah, we're local to Utah. So if you're in Utah, just uh, baby wearing Weber Davis County or baby wearing Salt Lake. I'm with both groups. Um, Even if you're not in Utah, you're still welcome to join those groups and to send me a message. My name's Annie Ross Kelly. You can find me online. Uh, We also have a Facebook page you can message. Uh, It's facebook.com slash baby wearing W-D-C-O. That's short for Weber Davis County. And that's our business page. You can message me there. Um, We have our email address, which is babywearingwdco at gmail.com. Yeah, (laughs) that's how you contact me. Or, I mean, you can call or text. My phone number is 801-784-3819. And I'm happy to try and connect you with a group that's in your area if you're not in Utah. So That's awesome. And these are somewhere that people can come online, like you said. Mm -hmm. You can 
kind of like you said, you can take pictures and ask for advice. Yeah, you can take or... pictures, ask for advice. I know on Facebook there's Everyday Baby Wearing and Baby Wearing 101 that are kind of just basic general baby wearing groups that anybody on Facebook can join. They're, they can be a good place to get advice if you need a fit check or something. And then they can also help connect you with local people in your area too, which is something I'm also happy to help with. Um, as part of the group, we do offer uh, baby wearing consults. We do video chats. We do in-person stuff. Uh, meetings are on hold right now because of COVID and the cold weather. Sure. Um, but... We're That's hoping awesome. to Video start chats doing and consults. <laughs> yeah, we're up. hoping to <laughs> do more of that once you know we're past yeah. the worst of the cold weather and germ yeah. season. So, yeah. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much. I feel like this has been so helpful. I know that I've learned a ton. I hope that the listeners have learned a ton too. And I appreciate your time. So, thank you for coming. Yeah. No. Thank you. It was fun. Yeah. That's it for this week, but make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you get notifications first as I drop new episode every week. And don't forget to head over to myessentialbirth.com for all of the free downloads mentioned here and to join the birth course and community serving pregnant moms just like you. If you enjoyed this and other episodes, I would love it if you would take a few minutes to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I read every single one and include one at the beginning of each episode. See you next week.